Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, and, yeah. and like Margot said, comment, uh, say hello, ask questions, um, make suggestions. Hello, Lisa. Um, so, um, but let us know you're here. Um, that's always good to know who's here. And tonight we're going, we were, we're sad to report that our guest couldn't make it life happens and you know um so we understand that we wish, yeah but we um, wish courtney the best yes yeah. Cor courtney lee hudson and um she is just such a sweet soul and um very wise very wise yeah. very interesting um she's a musician and then she knows all this spiritual stuff that we're going to be talking about and so she did a lot of research and pulled some information together and we've got that information that we're going to share with you and we got some fun stuff to share too and i mean not that her stuff isn't fun but you know what i mean her stuff <laughs> gets down to the nitty gritty i don't mean that <laughs> um so what are we <laughs> hello angela hey angela yeah so tonight's program is about indigo crystal and rainbow children we're going to focus mostly on the indigo and crystal but um and and adults and yeah. what does all that mean um because it sounds really pretty and colorful but <laughs> But what does it mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I gotta, I gotta show, show this. This is a good one. Um, it's the indigo child and adult. What my friends think I do, what my parents think I do, and they got the little ring going there. <laughs> what my teachers think I do, which they're four twenty. Hint, hint. Um, that's more. That's marijuana. You're high. You're high doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> what society thinks I do, and it's all these people in rainbow colors doing yoga and meditating. What I think I do, and it's a couple of spirits out in the cosmos. Floating. And then yeah. what I actually do, and it's live, love, and laugh. So wow. I think I thought that was a good reminder that we're not all. Yeah, and or as different as we may think. Um, right. And then um, uh, uh, Courtney actually sent that. I thought it was funny. Uh, you know about rainbows and it unicorns. Is. <laughs> <laughs> unicorns aren't always and middle nice. fingers. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, he's got the Open up the claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you clean it up, just dad? <laughs> but he's that's true. Him. Hey, one little horse, horse flange. I don't know. <laughs> but but I think he was a little bit insecure because this guy is on this on the uh, psychiatrist couch. couch. Yeah, with the psychiatrist saying, "You need to believe in yourself." <laughs> yourself. So I think Which all is of absolutely those. true. Yes. Yes. So. um, all right, let's get, let's look at 
this and I'm, I'm going between screens. So forgive me because I'm having to, um, you're typing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm like, okay. It, it's hard to, to know that my, 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 yeah, Iris PowerPoint program is on one screen and the podcast is on another. And I, it, you know, I try to like, I'm watching it on the podcast and I'm there trying to manipulate my PowerPoint screen. And it's like, wait a minute, I can't do that. <laughs> it's like, this is confusing. Too much. Too much. Pull back. Pull back. Yeah, and then just as all the all the stuff's weird. But anyway, so like we said, Courtney Lee Hudson, she's put all this together. And um I'm 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 gonna back away from this on occasion, but I want to hit some stuff and Margo just add to it. Um sure. but she said some so indigo indigo refers to the chakras and if everybody remembers last week we we're talking about chakras your chakras are in the rainbow order roy g biv red orange yellow green blue indigo which is your third eye area and uh th there's a reference to indigo children and mm -hmm. they there's been this period of time for like the last. Well, they were, they Go started, being, yeah, they started being born in roughly the 60s, uh, sorry, the 70s and 80s is generally when indigos were born. There are a few exceptions before and after that, but the bulk of them came in the 70s. Yeah. So that's about 40 years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and and then crystals are kind of like the next step and right. then the rainbows are the more are the next step after that right, right. but those tend to be babies yeah and all of these people had are, are serving purposes and the indigos um from what I understand and consulting with Margo and consulting with Courtney and doing my own reading and everything. I was born in 1960. I may have been born as a crystal, but I went through an indigo stage very much mm -hmm. fitting a lot of this stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But it was like, there had to be people that would kind of take up arms and, you know, defend and get people ready for mm -hmm. the awakening. And the crystal started planting those seeds, right? Um, yes, pretty much so, because the indigos were struggling with it so much that the crystals came to help because it was turning apparently too much. It was the indigos were struggling and therefore sometimes angry or addicted or sensitive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The, there is a term, by the way, that I skipped over, Iris. People like you are sometimes referred to as indigo scouts. Ah. And you can see why a scout would be called that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, crystals were born at all kinds of times. As Not well. excuse for Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. This right. is <laughs> <laughs> That's a different faction. 
<laughs> we were scouting as in setting things up. <laughs> setting things up for what was coming, absolutely. Yeah. Um <laughs> yes. Edgar Casey might be classified as an indigo or a crystal. Okay. And he was and he was decades before that. Yeah. So some of the things that indicate, you know, how do you know if you're an indigo? Um, indigo, first of all, you're going to have the indigo aura that you're, you, you know, you're going to glow. <laughs> um, not for everybody, but not everybody can see that. It'll be um, a majority. Yeah, it'll be a majority occurrence in your yeah. aura. Now, you do have other colors, but most of the time you res you resort you resort back to indigo. Yeah. Right. And then um, it somebody you have rage against the machine, you know, injustice, inequality, archaic and harmful systems. You know, it's like this isn't right and raise up your arms and we have to make changes. And that's me right. constantly, um, although I'm, I'm mellowing. Um, often diagnosed with ADHD, high intelligence, but difficulty applying this in the school system. Mm -hmm. uh, sensitive to food, sounds, energy, and that can be, mm -hmm. you know, it's not just, oh, you hear a bang and you jump, but it's like, you know. Like certain, certain pitches or songs will throw you off. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you're often born into, into traumatic situations. And in talking to Courtney, she also said a lot of times um, you have something traumatic happen early in your life. And that could be indigo or crystal actually um, anyone right yeah, but born born in the late 70s or in the 70s most of the time um often impatient waiting in lines people not being direct in communication those kinds of things mm -hmm. um having big acts uh, big ideas with a lack of resources you're more visionary than doing Right. Um, leaders, they don't respond to threats or authoritative parenting. That was me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Fearlessness. Yep. And big energy. Oh, um, yeah. So indigos communicate from an early age about seeing, hearing, and sensing people who aren't there. Yep. Uh, they have pre precognizance, you know, see yes. the future. Um, mm -hmm. They see and describe auras, chakra, chakra centers, memories as having a life as an adult or another gender. Yep. Uh, typically, they may have healing abilities and they're like yep. human lie detectors. They really are. They have very strong. That's a predominant feature, actually, is yep. their truth meter, their truth sensor or their bullshit detector is another more uh, more. Uh, Plebeian way to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then um, they also are paradigm shifters. Margot, yes. do you know, explain that one for me a little bit. Um, paradigm shifters has to do with what their purpose and or mission is here on earth. Mm. And what that means is they are here to shift the social paradigm of competition that we have been living in up to this point to a paradigm of cooperation, coordination and cooperation versus competition uh, uh, of the old paradigm. So basically the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. That's another way to describe it. 
Got it. Um, they may have a feeling of royalty. I deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, and or they don't feel like they fit in. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They have a sense of entitlement, but they're very keenly aware they don't always fit in. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, their family doesn't match their values, thinking or beingness. They, you know, the switched at birth. Are you a changeling? You've got to be a changeling because you just don't fit. <laughs> Was I adopted is a common question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and usually self-worth is not an issue until it is. Like if you're uh, experienced trauma or some sort of shame, or it's like, you'll be going along and then all of a sudden somebody does something and you're like, Oh, I'm not worthy. I just, I don't fit mm -hmm. in. So they have, they have to learn their, their, yeah. The unworthiness issues, they have to learn them. Yeah. They don't come, they don't come that way. Yeah. Um, and it's not all rainbows for indigos, obviously. Uh, they're typically hyperactive, angry, rebellious, Sticking up for the underdog, which is the thing that goes back to being um, against the machine, rage against the machine, basically. Yes. And being, um, a, healer, being a healer, too. Yes. Yep. Um, intolerant of bullies. Uh, yep. Isolation, loneliness, and depression. Oh, yeah. Uh, often out of sync with the majority. They don't. Again, it's mm -hmm. all about not fitting in the religion, mm -hmm. the relationships, sexual orientation, political views, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it, they're it, radicals. They're, yeah, they're viewed. They're viewed as radical social radicals. Yeah, and they're not high always. Yeah, not always. No, but just generally, a lot of them are. Yeah, very self-critical. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, and, and again, that goes back to the worthiness and it's like, yeah, I'm doing a lot. I'm not even thinking about my self-worth until somebody smacks me down. Then it's like, oh, why did I make that mistake? And I can't believe I did that. Mm -hmm. And then the cyclical trauma goes around. That one. that one is when, um, uh, and, and I'm going to come out of this for just a little bit. If I can get back to the screen. Sure. And just, um. For a few minutes so because i don't want to be just all screen um hi angie hi randy <laughs> randy says i'm the eyeball in my family um but it's just, just your family randy <laughs> <laughs> no andy's cool i know i can raise him a little um the cyclical cool. um <laughs> what do we call that cyclical um cool trauma trauma I, it's it's um unless they recognize that they are like, they'll have some sort of trauma happen as an indigo. You might have, you know, you might experience abuse or, you know, alcoholic parents or whatever trauma could be there. And then you become medical trauma medical trauma, yeah. all that stuff. And then the then in the next stage when your own children are born, you're doing the same thing. And then you're feeling guilty about that. And so it becomes a cyclical thing unless they can break it. Um and being aware right. that, you know, which is true for just about it's, anybody, but they tend to see it more. They're very sensitive. Another word for what you're saying is um they're very sensitive to ancestral baggage. Yes, um, that's a good. And so, 
Yeah, ancestral baggage. Uh, the baggage of your ancestors becomes your baggage. And an indigo is keen to stop that. No more. Yeah, yeah. they're keen to stop that. Yeah, that's one of their, it's one of their several missions. Purposes, I've done, I've done some, a lot of work. It's fascinating, the perception of the ancestors, because it's like you'll start trying to work on belief changes and things like that. And I do that a lot with the theta healing that I do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and, and, yeah. and you'll, well, we've got ways of figuring out, you know, okay, is this on a genetic or a, a history level or, um, um, you know, how, how much does it affect the ancestors, that kind of thing. And right. you'll start trying to pull a belief and it's just like really hard. And it's like, you, I've gone, you know, oh, holy crap, that comes, that's got to be from ancestors. And, and I'll meditate on it and since the ancestors, and it's like watching a crowd of people behind me, you know what I mean? It's like turning around and seeing just all these people. And, it, and it's like, you know, you can have these lessons, yeah, yeah. and I go, you, you can have these lessons too, and ask for divine teachings and, and, uh, changing beliefs and that sort of thing. And then just watch yeah. them all go, oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah. it's, you, you actually yeah. see them, you know, go, oh, I didn't know that. This Shift is okay. Their awareness. And so their vibration goes up. Yeah. Yeah. And if, yeah. Their vibration goes up and people like you feel it. Yes. I mean, it is just, I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about, you know, the times that it's happened. And it's like, and then when you realize the time space thing of everything's happening at once. So it's not like they're dead. They're mm -hmm. somewhere else and they're getting these lessons. Mm -hmm. And in so real time. in real time and to think yeah. of how that can be shifting things. And then it, and it literally can change your genetics. Um, yep. And even science has proven that like if somebody goes through a really bad trauma, that their genes will change. Cool. And so That's if you nice. heal that trauma, then you your can, genes heal. Yeah. And I, I've known people who have made things change for their children because they fix mm -hmm. change. They fix. It's nothing wrong with it. It's just different. They change. Different. Yeah, they change beliefs and do healing work on themselves. And not only are you helping ancestors, but you're helping the fruit of your loins in the future. <laughs> yeah, and to see how those your descendants, you help your descendants. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Your ancestors and your descendants. Thank yeah. you. I, it just mm -hmm. why does descendants to me at the moment that word sounded. Descendant sounds like it's beneath what? descent, and it's and it is, but it's it not. is it it does descend. Well, they're talking about yeah, when you map out a genetic family, it's grandparents, parents, children, grandchildren. So it is a downward motion on paper. On My paper. brain was not. That's Go. all right. Descendants <laughs> is also the name of a popular Disney series. <laughs> yeah, it's about. It's about the children of the evil people, the evil stepmother and um, uh, yeah, the apple, ch you know, witch lady, and and some of the other evil characters that were in Disney. 
their children are now teenagers and they have their own specials on Disney. Yeah, deep state goes everywhere. <laughs> remember, 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 Disney is one of the big six that controls ninety percent of media. That's so, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, Disney's way more powerful than people know. But let's talk about the children and the indigos. Yes. It sounds like you you said you know of somebody you know, or people that did stuff that helped their children and so on. I bet you those people were indigos or crystal indigos and didn't know it or didn't know that terminology. Could be. That's what, indigo, that's what indigos do. They change, they change that crap for their families and for society. Yeah. You don't always know that you're an indigo when you are <laughs> or a crystal. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go full screen, full screen, because it just confuses me too much. Um, it's hard. It is hard to see if that helps. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I can do full screen for you, but not for me. I'm sorry. What am I doing here? Yay! Come over here. Yes, you're right. That is. All right. <laughs> this this is hard. <laughs> but you're royalty, honey. <laughs> is that good enough, or do I need to go full screen on the? Um... I'm thinking you need to. I can do it. It. Hurt. it wouldn't hurt to go full screen. Okay. It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt. It would look. It would look better. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Uh, oh, oh God, ours for current slide. There we go. Take it. Yeah. Take it. There you go. That looks great. <laughs> okay. So, um, <clears throat> fearlessness in children because indigo children are typically fearless. Parents sure. may, that don't realize that they're raising a little indigo child uh, get overprotective. So then they, you know sit down, be careful, don't do this, don't do that. And they're stifling the creativity and their ability. You can get hurt. You don't know what you're doing. You're just a child. Yes. And they're just and, being helicopter. That's they're trying. Right. Yeah. And then the kids start getting self-doubt and they're angry and they're resentful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, and they've got an undeniable sense of purpose, mm-hmm. which contradict family expectations. So it's like the fam, in other words, they, the kids will think I've got, I, I need to do this. I need to help people. I need a job to do this. And, yep. but they want to fit in. And I think, and I think I might've missed them. Um, I think well, I should have had a space there, but the, it, it'll, it'll contradict their family expectations. Maybe right. the family has certain ideas about, you know, right. I want you to be a doctor. I want you to do this. And like, no, that's not what I want to do. And that causes right. problems. Right. Which what you got there and may numb themselves to do so, which leads to self-medication, addiction, suppressing emotions, um, yeah. and all kinds of, of psychological or emotional trauma. Right. Um, lower emotional IQ, they fixate at a certain age, all kinds of problems. And yeah. what I find interesting is it broadens the insights into why people become addicts or yeah become um uh antisocial or whatever because they're confused and they don't know right. why they're 
confused. And if you think about them going to traditional psychotherapists for help. Nope. nope. You're just going to make them matter. Right. It's like you're trying to cram a square peg into a round hole. And it's like, yeah, that's, you know, and you can't get to it unless you understand, mm -hmm. all, you know, the woo-woo that goes with it. Right. They do much better with shamanic style therapy. Yes. Yes. General, not all, not across the board. We are speak. I don't, we don't mean to speak in absolutes, but we're talking about the majority. There are exceptions, but generally they do better with shamanic or alternative style therapies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have a deep empathy. Again, the rage against the machine, uh, the underdogs, so they also have this empathy and empathy is different than sympathy. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't understand the difference, but sympathy is when, Oh, I feel so sorry for you. And I hate that you're having to go through that. Empathy is when you can imagine yourself in that person's shoes, or maybe you have experienced what that person has experienced. Mm -hmm. But even if you haven't, it's, it's the willingness to open up your own self to feel what that other person is feeling that's deeper than sympathy sympathy is just feeling sorry for somebody yeah sympathy is is feeling uh, sympathy uh, pity or uh compassion and yeah empathy empathy means i actually feel exactly what you feel yes which is much more profound yes and traumatic <laughs> yes yes yeah. Yeah. Um, and there have been times where, you know, I can I can be very empathetic with people, but there have been times where I have told somebody I haven't felt what you feel, but I can imagine or right. I can imagine what it would be like to feel X and yours has got to be much worse than that. You know, right. Um, right. But one's yeah, one's compassion. The other one's exper experiential. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Indigos are stuck with the experiential thing that they have to learn to move to a compassion level. Right. And they can. They can learn that. That's that's not impossible. You just have to present them with the idea and get them started that way. Yeah. Um, crystal children, because mm -hmm. I guess you got the indigos. The crystal children are even more sensitive to fabrics, foods, sounds, movies, um, natural disasters. And she said 911. I think she meant 911 on that. Um, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, things like that were, were catastrophes and things like that. They're just <clears throat> like. And disasters. disasters in general, car wrecks. Um, yeah. Horror movies are you know uh, military movies those people you know you know blood squirting around or women screaming with the, with <clears throat> with jason of uh, uh you know jason the chainsaw guy coming at them yeah they they empathize with the victims and so it's too much literally like you said in the previous slide it literally overwhelms them and they don't know how to control it initially as children right yeah. And even some adults, I mean, as children, they might right. avoid it. But then as adults, 
interacting with other people and they go to the movies with them and then they're like, no, I can't stand this. And they walk out and their mm -hmm. friends are going, what the heck's wrong with her? You know? yes, that's the end of that first date. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Told you we should have seen a chick flick. <laughs> Julia Roberts, where are you when we need you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, often people will feel increased well-being in the presence of a crystal child. Now, isn't that ironic? People often feel calm and a sense of increased well-being in their presence. We're talking about people who have profound internal trauma, yet the people around them detect calmness and well-being. Yes. Isn't that, isn't that, that's just a fascinating conundrum. Yes. But it's like they know, you know, I, I, I well, <laughs> I almost imagine, you know, the the kid in um, the Matrix, you know, no, it, there is no spoon, you know, <laughs> where right. he's right. And the kid got it. right. It's it's almost it's almost like little Buddhas, but not all. I'm just saying. Mm, another yeah. movie, the six, the Sixth Sense, the little yeah. boy that was talking to Bruce Willis. He was he was a crystal that was coming out of indigo. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. Um, they have a sense of purpose with uh, less or no struggle to realize and activate their purpose. In other words, crystals are going to do what they're going to do without having to to make that switch like indigos do of. You know, well, I want to do this, but my parents want me to do that. They don't right. have that. They're going to do it. They experience greater grace and ease naturally. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's reports of advanced psychic gifts and abilities. I mean, they're doing the woo-woo. They're, you know, levitation. Remote <laughs> yeah. so, hey, kid, yeah. where'd you go? Oh, I went to go see Grandma <laughs> in another <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Grandpa's right here in the room. Can't you see him? He's right beside you talking and waving to me. Yeah. yeah. How'd you know I was going to do that? Well, I heard you think it, Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lay that kind of stuff on it, on you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going, do, 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 do. Twilight um, zone, baby, twilight zone. <laughs> a lot of people think crystal children have blue eyes, and that's not necessarily true. Um, they'll, they might have a sparkle in their eye. Um, there's just something that, that strikes you when you, when you look at their eyes. Um, right. they have a magnetic personality without the intimidating factor that's often associated with the big energy of indigos. Yep. Uh, and they're solution oriented. You don't have to point out problems. They don't have to in other words, they see stuff and they don't have to go, oh, look, there's a problem. Let's find a way to fix it. They just shift and fix they it. They just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're often vague, vegan, vegetarian, animal activists. They have a real strong connection to nature. Yep. Uh, and as a youngster, they might provide, they might prefer a liquid diet. They don't, uh, they, they're not needing the routine or feeling weighed down by heavy foods because they are soul beings. I mean, they don't, yeah, they don't particularly care for meat or sugary foods for that reason. 
they they yeah they don't they don't it doesn't feel good to them. They don't yeah. enjoy it. They don't enjoy it the way previous generations did. Um, they might affect electronics, cause electronics to oh. malfunction. Have you ever had somebody oh, yeah. walk in? <laughs> you know the 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 radiator uh, goes crazy. You're you're singing my whole childhood into a young adulthood here. Hell yeah! I can uh -huh. tell you. I can tell you stories about everything you've read so far, but I want you to keep going. Keep going. Okay. Well, we'll get through this because then we want to hear the stories for sure. Oh, I can rattle them off. Go ahead. <laughs> um, they're often gifted in science and technology, and they look younger than their years. Um, yep. They're, youth they're yeah, often they're often smaller in stature than their peers. Uh, they could be shorter, taller, but they're thinner usually. Mm -hmm. um, lower body temperature. Mm -hmm. Experiencing trauma can shut them down immediately. They, I mean, down to the point where they're having a seizure or a blackout or they totally withdraw. Um, you're describing Asperger's autistic people. Yes. yes. Yes, I was thinking about that. And a lot of children that we see as quote unquote disabled, especially the Asperger's and autistic a lot of them are coming in as crystal children and that's where the sensitivity comes in and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it, they're and trying to get used to their bodies and they're, yeah. And they're having a hard time doing it yeah. initially, initially depends on, it depends on what resources come to them and what they choose. Yeah. But anyway, and then uh, interdimensional awareness, they may communicate about a star family or, star visitor or their gods things yeah. like that yeah oh yeah oh, Susie Not came to <laughs> You're, yeah there you go <laughs> um parenting crystals and indigos um parents need to be aware of communicating respectfully so this is advice for people who realize they're parenting a crystal or an indigo correct yes yes okay thank you go ahead Yes, and they want to, you want to be honest. Brutally um, honest. Yeah. Want not just regular honest, brutal honest. Because yeah. if, you, if you're skirting issues, they're going to know it. And then they and don't then, trust you. And then they don't trust you, or they think you don't know better. Or they think that you're, <laughs> that they've done something wrong. Or, they've done something wrong, right. Uh, but don't belittle to them, don't belittle them and don't dictate to them. You can't just say, do this. You, you know, okay. And it's not saying that you've got to be one of those sappy parents. It's like, well, listen, Johnny, we're going to go um, get ready to take a bath so that, you know, it's mm -mm. just being more direct, more direct, but not ordering them around you're not going to get anywhere if you're ordering them yeah but it doesn't mean you got to be totally like a a, a doormat either it's yeah. a good example following what iris just said it would be johnny at 7 30 and you've got to go to school uh by seven in the morning therefore you know it's bath time can you start moving towards the bath right now please yes yes and offer choices children like choices anyway mm -hmm. but give them options so that they're not backed into a corner absolutely you can get in the bathtub at 725 or you can get in at 727 or you can get in at 730 when you're in the bathtub you can have 
your boat collection or your teddy bear collection or your soap bubble collection. You choose. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. You can create choices to give them a sense of autonomy. Absolutely. Now, I remember when I was raising my kids and just hearing like some child psychologist saying, you know, your children should have choices. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, kids, you can, you've got a choice. You can clean your room or I'll beat your ass and you still have to clean your room. <laughs> they didn't like that choice. <laughs> but you were trying, honey. You I was did. trying. I was like, you got a choice. Here it is. <laughs> But don't do that with indigo and crystal children. They will call. They will climb out the window and say the f word and go pee on the car. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no! They will not do that. Yeah. And if you hadn't figured it out, you're not going to take a bath. Then you say why. And if you already have a rapport of explaining why you want them to do something. It's 7.30. You've got school in the morning. You know your bedtime is at 8. It's time for you to head for the water. You've already said why. So when they say, no, I don't want to, it makes sense to say, you need to tell me why not. And the child will actually tell you because you already have that rapport with them. And then you can discuss it and talk about the finer points of stinking and not stinking, having Uh rashes with stinky medicine on you or not from not being clean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Very good. Good, good mm-hmm. point. Think. Uh, a indigo child makes you think. You don't get a break right away. <laughs> no. And and if you haven't figured it out yet, you're not going to force them into any activity, whether it's mm-hmm. sports or family, but you, they got to want to do it. Right. Um, co-create their discipline. Okay, so what would you have me do in this case? You know, what do you, what did you do wrong? And what do you think is justified punishment? A lot of times they'll tell you. They will. Um, You start with, what do you think you did wrong? Mm -hmm. And let them say that. And then you go with, all right, does that warrant a punishment? Or is there some other kind of, here's where you get them into big words, some other kind of atonement you can Mm -hmm. do to make up for what you've done and they'll come up with ways to do atonement instead of putting them in the room to sit in the corner for something they did wrong they'll go out and clean up the yard or go clean your car or go say i'm sorry to the little boy that they pushed off the bicycle or something like that and they'll learn about atonement rather than punishment right yeah um and then and they will remember their lessons better Mm-hmm. because of that um and then instruct again with clear logical instructions um you might want to create a food journal because sometimes if they're sensitive to foods and that kind of thing and you can't figure out is the food changing their attitude or right you know is that what's causing their upset stomach or that sort of thing keeping a food journal will help yep and allow for the sleep, diet, water, exercise, balance, you know, make sure they're getting enough of all of those things. Even if you are not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then offer outlets for their energy. Um, and and oh, yeah. creativity is one, but you might want to be creative with the outlets that they choose. Yes. Um, and 
So, you know, it's not going to be, you know, every kid's going to want to play soccer. It's going to be other stuff. Um, if they ha do have ADHD, consider their diet, alternative schooling, find other outlets for them. Yes. Um, and give them a, a way to express their feelings or pain or trauma, whether they need to go to a counselor or if journaling helps them or if they express it through art and music or exercise it out, you know, whatever. Sports or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe volunteer. This is another way of, um, of mirroring what you're expecting out of them because they do want to serve people. Yeah. You're tapping into their natural drive to be of service. Right. And which so you, is very high vibrating and spiritually beneficial for both you and the kid and the person receiving the, the service yeah. and the karma. So, so if, it's a win-win. It's a win-win all all around. Yeah, right. It's a good outlet for them, and they they start getting ideas on their own too. Yeah. Um, create safe space for them to decompress and get you know, and that kind of leans towards the autistic and that sort of thing. But it's also good for for other kids. There's nothing worse than having a kid that's been triggered in some way, and you're so just telling them. To, Oh, well, just be quiet. You know, mm -hmm. if you're in the middle of Walmart, you need to take them out to the car and let them decompress. And Walmart's overwhelming for most people. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's times I want to scream and cry in the middle of Walmart. Uh, <laughs> mom and dad to decompress a little bit too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, have meetings to check in. Remember to treat them with respect. Normalize transparency, honesty, and mutual respect. So, right here is the most important paragraph we've seen so far. Really, it really is. It summarizes everything from one aspect or another, but right there summarizes everything about parenting an indigo. Yeah, and it's like you gotta, you gotta. It it, it makes you take time out and and look and make sure everything's okay with everybody. Yeah, and it reassures the child that you're okay, too. Remember, yes. they're here to take care of you, too. So they also want to know you're okay, which leads to the next one. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, and attend to your own personal trauma if it's applicable. When you have stuff happen, they're going to feel it. And if you're not yeah. taking care of you... They're going to feel it. They're going to be, and, and they can quickly get overwhelmed worrying about you. Yeah. And self-blaming if they yes. don't understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and express gratitude. Listen and learn from them. A lot of people think, you know, oh, they're just a kid. These kids have something special to offer. And let them know you're learning. And then it will also teach them to teach others. Absolutely. Um, and modeling behaviors that you want, that you want model those behaviors that you desire with them and with other people, let them see you treating somebody else with respect or let them see you asking for something nicely when you want them to ask for something, you know, not just to them, but with other people so that they can get that socialization type thing. 
Um, there is a ton of references. I just want to show you that Courtney offered us. If anybody wants these references or links, if you want to print out or an email of these links, yeah. I am happy, 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 happy to do that. What you need to do is um, email. just email me, iris at iriscarter.com. Okay. Put that on the bottom of the screen once or twice. Okay. So while you're doing that, Angela yes. Noel tells us while you're writing there, she talks about basically that she experienced this stuff herself, like when she was young, two, three, and four, and probably a little older of that, about resisting, um, about uh, usually ignored, you know, the instructions of, of, of her caretakers and her family. And a lot of it is uh, affecting how she raises her own son now, but her own son does things the indigo crystal way is what she documents here. If you guys, some of you guys can see what she wrote. Uh, she wrote, although sometimes I still have to throw in a choice, threatening the choice, a threatening choice option sometimes. Ha ha ha. <laughs> well, of course, on you're human. You all, we all are. So glad we already have the dialogue. He gives such great answers and his teacher call him an old man. He also does the atonement comment on his own sometimes. Oh, wow. He would rather still not do what I request, but would offer to make it up another way. Hell yeah, that is a crystal indigo through and through. They really, really want to do it their own way. Even if you give them an indigo answer or, or solution, they want to come up with another one. And that's okay. Um, they're very, yeah, they, they really, really want to run on their own power. And Angela wrote, yes, please. All right, Angela, write to, write that with the email that's coming across the screen in just a second at the end of this line. Um, write to iris at iriscarter.com. And she will reply with all those awesome resources. And if your son's old enough, Heck, let him read those resources. Angela, tell Angela Noel, tell us how old your son is. I'm just curious, morbidly curious. And um, that's also a good option so that your son knows where you're coming from when you after you've read them. Uh, Deborah Lackey says, how many indigo crystal children do you think there are? Uh, easiest way to answer that is in percentages. The number of indigos and crystals and children that have been born have increased exponentially. I believe they started earlier than the later later 70s. I think they started in the early 70s. That's just my opinion. Um, but since then, the percentage has gone up and up. And then there's also this that we haven't talked about. People who were not born indigo but have woken up into indigo and then evolved into crystal later on have also come about since the time of their birth that are still here on earth. So I'm taking from context your question saying how many total are there existing right now in that awareness? And in that awareness, I'd say probably 75% plus, 75 to 85% plus. Uh, how many people are indigo crystal that know it and don't know it? All of them, hundred percent. Right, so, say that again. I'm kind of lost because humans are natural. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. The so people you're that are aware that they are. We're saying 75% mm -hmm. of the population is indigo crystal. And, and aware of it on some level. Okay. But how many, what's the percentage of the population that you think are actually. That actually know that are actually that, but may or may not know it. Yeah. 100%. Everybody's. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody is some sort of indigo crystal or rainbow. Whether or not they know about it is the tipping point. Wow. Everybody's cool and awesome at that level. Everybody can do what indigos do. Um, well, I would yeah. not have said, I would not, yeah, I would not have said that 30 years ago. Um, People that are not of that vibration are mostly died off. Almost all the people that are existing. When I say 100%, you know what? I need to qualify. I'd say 99.9. 9. <laughs> 99.9% .9 of people are that, whether they're aware of it or not. Um, give it another 20 years and it'll everybody will be blatantly crystal indigo, uh, rainbow, uh, octogenarian. Not octogenarian, sorry, that's an age. Octarine. <laughs> octogenarian is somebody who's 80 years old. <laughs> What's an octarine? Octarine is a type of crystal. It's another crystal. It's a type of crystal child that's an evol evolved crystal that the molecular structure is based on the number eight. And there's other words too. Buddha babies is another word for it. But the most typical phrases are the ones that Courtney brought to you of indigo, crystal, and rainbow. Angela says he'll be four in April. Okay, he's not going to be reading psychological theoretical texts with you right now. But um, he knows most people term, think he's a teacher. He knows that term you used um, that won't come. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> You need more wine there, sweetie. Pour yourself another dram. <laughs> <laughs> I drank the last of what I had. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, at four years old, um, there are some really cool books that are designed, children's books that are designed for kids his age. And you've probably found them already because you're an indigo yourself. And so have fun with that. That's the bottom line. Uh, the more cooperative and keeping him involved in any decision, uh, but very much so in, in crucial decisions, uh, the happier both of you will be. And even traumatic situations actually turn out pretty cool, pretty fun, and just plain old interesting and fascinating instead of just traumatically suck. Okay. It changes everything. So have fun with that, Angela. That'll be neat. You know um, what? You and your son could write a book. Yeah. And Deborah <laughs> asked, uh, do these children appear in all countries, societies? and Well, if everybody's indigo or crystal, I guess they are. And yeah, which I mean, I knew they would be, but yeah, they're around the world and it's just they a matter do. of. And I guess it's just a matter of if they exist. Culturally, you're. Right. It has to do with exhibiting and it has to do with the local social media, if they're willing to advertise it. In other words, 
children of India and Asian countries get more press time. You'll see more articles and historical documentation of them doing stuff like like talking to about past lives or being savant about numbers or math or 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 something or piano you know music musicians uh, you know prolific musicians at the age of two or three or four uh, you're more likely to see that in the eastern cultures simply because in western culture we tend to suppress that uh, not we the media i need to separate that the media tends to suppress that crap and uh, unfortunately and so, but the the rate of occurrence, a typical resource is James Twyman, T-W-Y-M-A-N. Uh, and before she went around the twist, Doreen Virtue did a lot of Indigo Children research, um, but she's not available for that information anymore. They found out that it was, they did international research and they found out across the board Nationality and ethnicity had almost zero influence on the percentage of actively displaying indigos and crystals, which is really cool. Yeah, they're a very, very international group uh, in, and, in and of themselves. Um, I'm looking at what you wrote. And uh, Noel says he has the behavior without knowing the word. Yep. And I'll keep you posted. Send me the names of some of those books, too. Absolutely. So, yeah, and, uh, Noelle, make sure that you email Iris because she doesn't have a way to send it to you unless you email her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, protect your privacy. And um, and I've got to share um, where I'm getting. Mm -hmm. I was just going to share. No, just... it's, uh, we've got a delay here. Go ahead. I was going to share uh, a little bit of the lighter side just because um, this guy is. Jake, I can't remember his last name, but it's JP. His website is Awaken with JP. And he's got some really hysterical videos. But this one I came across and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, we're not going to watch the whole thing. I just want to hit a clip of it. Um, but as I, I despise labels, I am an indigo child. <laughs> It means that I was born with a higher level of consciousness than you. I'm so conscious, I can do anything. I have special abilities. And that's also the same reason why I can't do anything. You see, to me, this world is such an unconscious place. I can't even function in it. So the fact that I'm so incapable of doing anything in this unevolved world proves how capable and evolved I am. Being an indigo also means my aura has a lot of indigo in it. You'd be able to see that if you were more conscious. You have no idea how I see this world. You might think you do, but you don't. Nobody understands me. What are some of your abilities as an indigo child? I'm very intuitive. In fact, I can tell you what you're thinking right now. You're thinking that I don't know what you're thinking right now. Is that right? Yeah, I guess that's right. Game, set, match. What was your childhood like? Growing up as an indigo was tough. You might think growing up in an upper middle class suburb sounds easy, but not when your exact level of consciousness isn't pampered to. I mean, you can't even imagine a tougher childhood. 
My parents and teachers weren't conscious enough to know how to handle me. As a kid, I was diagnosed with ADD and ADHD. I don't know what those things mean. Just never paid attention. So if you, <laughs> if you want to see more of that, please go to YouTube. I'll, I'll try to remember to go back to YouTube and put a link to it in our, our own description. But um, yeah, uh, but he's, his website is awaken, awakenwithjp.com. And so um, he is a terribly funny satirist. Yeah, he is awesome. He makes satire. He satirizes a lot of topics, not just woo woo, but mostly woo woo stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, he he does both sides of politics and other stuff too. So it's like you know he's he's very well rounded. It's not like he picks on particular people or has a particular viewpoint he's sometimes he does yeah right sometimes he doesn't sometimes he doesn't you might want to throw up uh angela's comments so that all platforms can see what she said um she's reporting on uh what she's learned about jp and other people can see it jp is throwing all his resources against big tech and freedom of speech right now he has lost a lot of sponsors Ooh. yeah because censorship is widespread right now and you can imagine how an indigo crystal feels about censorship. Woof. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. JP. We love you, man. <laughs> Push back. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm down yeah. with that. Well, um, so... Share one or two of your stories real quick. I know we're running out of time, but. You want to, it, it helped when you were running through those bullets. Can you back up and I'll give, and I'll find, Ooh. I don't know if you could pop through, back through some of those bullets. And I can, it'll, it comes to mind immediately and I'll summarize. Um, on the, okay. Can you. I was going to throw it back on, up, but wait a minute. On any of it. I can either read it or screen and I'm going to tell you stuff. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, JP even started his own connective email because he is worried about going to be blocked. Yeah, censorship is getting that watertight. That was a good move for him. Surprising that he is adept at such science and technology. Such an indigo crystal. That's quintessential for him. Okay. Right. So, Do you want me to pull something off of that? Well, wherever. I know you were really. Communicating from. Either one. Either one. Communicating from an early age about seeing, hearing, sensing people who aren't there. I have stories of reading people and making them uncomfortable. When I was 18 months old, I wandered out into my parents' little dinner party. My dad was a high school art teacher back in the 60s. Uh, art high school art teachers invited the kids over to their house for a drink late at night on a Saturday night. And I came out and wanted to comfort this one guy who was a total stranger to me. And I was patting his heart and I kept saying, it's okay. She didn't mean to hurt you. You'll be okay. And I was freaking him out. And his buddy sitting next to him, somebody said, what is that about? And his buddy said, uh, his girlfriend just broke up with him. 
And so they figured out that's what I was probably talking about, even though I was less than two years old. Mm. Precognition. Hell yeah, I can see into the future. I've always been able to do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, yeah, mostly it's within a few hours. I can see what's mostly happened in my personal experiences. Mm-hmm. However, when I'm reading for others, I can tell you the highest probability of what will happen based on where you are at in that moment. Of course, you can make free will. You can make choices and change that outcome. But I have a really high success rate with that, um, enough to freak people out uh, wow. over the years, several times. Um, matter of fact, Iris, you and I have had plenty of fun conversations about that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> See and describe Aura's chakra centers and memories of having light as an adult and other gender. I teach in our Reiki master classes, uh, David and I, my husband, I teach um, people how to see other people's Aura's past lives and spirit guides in a specific technique called the Gyoshi Ho that I learned from studying the works of William Lee Rand. To give credit where credit is due, William Lee Rand apparently came up with this idea in conjunction with some of his educators and students. But the Yoshiho is published in his works. And I already knew how to do that instinctively, just intuitively. Um, on a day-to-day basis, I can see that around you, around anyone, if I tune into it. But on the Yoshiho, I we actually take you through a step-by-step meditation that within... Mm, anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, you'll start seeing stuff yourself because humans naturally do this. It just depends on how much practice you have had doing it. So um, I've always been able to see that. And that was weird as a kid because it was hard to figure out why are there two different consciousnesses telling me something about this one story. I'm hearing input from two places. And it took me a while to figure out that that was that two sources of information or multiple five, six sources of information coming off of one person was normal. (laughs) Eventually, I figured that out. Then I had to figure out that most people didn't see the other second, third and fourth inputs. They only saw their own. So. That took that I didn't learn until I was about age eight. Um, I got tired of people telling me I was a know-it-all and get out of my head. Matter of fact, I've heard get out of my head all the way to now. I'm 53. Um, traits of indigos. Do I look 53? <laughs> no. And I never have. But you know what? When I was 17, 15, I looked like I was 25, 30. Now I'm 53 and I look like I'm, you know, much, I don't know exactly what, but I look much younger than that. So there's an age range I seem to have basically stopped at. And that tends to happen. Um, what are some other stories? Because I, Iris, I know you've got anecdotes. You're a natural storyteller. Oh, I don't know. I was going to ask, um, I know with the R's or I was just going to comment on the R's. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never, I have not been that observant of them, but I was, I was in a Theta healing class with Vianna Stiebel who created the method, put the method together of Theta healing. And somebody was asking about 
auras and she slapped her hand onto a whiteboard. And, I mean, she just like put her hand up on a whiteboard and she said, it's yeah. usually easier to see against a white background. And she said, now watch. And she went from red to orange to yellow. She went through the rainbows and she was changing her aura color and I could see it. It was like, oh, whoa. Wow. <laughs> That was now, cool tricks like that are fun to have. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's true. The contrast. I think celestial navigate. No, not navigations. That's a that's a really cool uh, narrative song um, thing that came out of the '90s. If you want to go check it out, there you can get them for free. They're by the way, they're on YouTube. Celestial navigations. But actually, I'm thinking about celestial pro Celestine prophecies. That's it. Remember that movie? Uh -uh. Celestine Prophecy? No. Oh my gosh. That's, there's like three of them and a lot of people woke up in the early uh, uh, that was like 2003, 4, 5, 6. If any, if any of you guys listening know about Celestine Prophecy, uh, say so in the comments. <laughs> Celestine Prophecy, they talk about seeing your aura by focusing let me get over here uh, on the space between, between your, your fingers. fingers. Get your fingers. Really, really, really I heard that somewhere. You can see the slight, slight distortion. I yeah, heard that you can see the slight ago. distortion, and you can slowly bring it apart. Yeah, yeah, cool. and if, especially do it if you're in, in a an emotionally charged situation. Angelique Kopke said she saw it. Absolutely. Now here's a cool story. Angela Noel says. My 91-year-old grandfather went into a farmhouse when he was a boy and started asking about where pitchers and other small, I would say, tchotchke were because they were missing. He had never been in the house, house before, but other adults, older adults confirmed that those items uh, existed and were in those locations years ago before he was born. Always a cool story. For someone of that age group absolutely that's yep grandpa was remembering a past life in that house so just to go left field and out on a tangent some of you are aware of this um timelines are converging you'll know what that means soon enough um basically everything's returning back to one time spot but as our the dimensions become more and more one it's going to be more and more likely that you're going to run into yourself in a past life. And that is an example of it. That's where I'm, that's why I went down this path. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit abstract, but uh, that Angela Noel's grandfather leaves that gap. He went from one membrane. We've talked about this before, the different membranes that waffle and cross over each other that are different dimensions. Obviously for grandpa, a membrane came all the way through and really touched him. So he saw a past life. That's going to get easier and easier for everybody to do um, over the next five to seven years is the popular rumor. Let's put it that way. I can't guarantee it, but next five to seven years. Um, Kopke said she saw it. Noel saw it. said neat. And Kopke said, I think Laurie from The Walking Dead is in it. Um, oh, okay, so one of the actors that did Walking Dead was also in the Celestine Prophecy movie. Hmm. And April says hello. Hi, April. <laughs> Good to see you. So, um, 
indigos and crystals, yep, they switch. Indigo can become crystal. And the evidence is that they do get that calmer grace and ease. Uh, their addiction and self-medication e issues ease up or sometimes disappear or heal. Um, they have, they still have a mission. They still have a sense of urgency, but they're not so bulldog, hard ass, boom, doom, doom, doom. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, screw you. I'm going to, you know, full speed ahead. A crystal or a Buddha baby or an octarine person is most likely to say, really? Well, I understand how you see it, but this is how I see it. So excuse me, I'm going to go on about my day. And they'll and they'll do it. <laughs> they'll go do it. They'll go save the world. But, uh, but an indigo is like, really? You're full of shit. I'm doing it my way. Boom. <laughs> and they'll go do it. And that's verbally, that's kind of the difference between an indigo and a crystal <laughs> on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, if you want to learn more, even more about crystals right away, or not crystals, indigos and crystals, I have a website. It's called indigoanswers.com. Oh. Feel free to yeah run that across the screen there, uh, Iris. Yeah. And there is a research page. Yeah. There's a research page on there called 100th Monkey. And the story behind that is on that page. You'll find if you don't know the story of 100th Monkey. And you it's can learn Indigo a lot Answers. about Indigo Parenting. Is it .net or dot .com? Mm -hmm. okay. Dot .com. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting the email so, back. Up. Uh, nope, I, I don't have a copy. Of, I don't have the copy of the PowerPoint. Oh, that's you. That's me. There you go. Oh, you added to it. I see what you did. You added to it. Very cool. So that's another resource you can check out. There's also a resource page that has links to websites and books that are helpful for indigos, parents, crystals, and so on. There's also information on there about what are twin flames, what are soulmates, um, why do our favorite pet, yeah, why do our cats and dogs, and our you know who are also soulmates, why do they die early, and all kinds of profound stories are on there. So have fun, have fun with that, yeah, and feel free at the same time to check out iriscarter.com. <laughs> she has a lot to offer there. It's a lot of fun. And you can get personal appointments with Iris on her site or with me on my site uh, as needed. So uh, feel free to contact us. Yeah. And um, and also Iris. just just want to remind people there. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that the there's a blog and I've updated up through last week's. I hadn't added last week's. Um, um, podcast but if you go to my website you'll see a link to the podcast the eyes of indigo podcast and there's stories behind things that we told or maybe i added information or whatever in the blog but then there's also the audio podcast which then is shifted to spotify and itunes um, and of course you can see our videos on youtube if you look up um eyes of indigo podcast you'll see all the different links come up in, yeah. in google so so far we haven't been banned <laughs> is an excellent writer. Aww. <laughs> i appreciate it i appreciate it yeah iris is an excellent writer you will enjoy her commentary on this stuff it's great 
So, yeah. Um, yeah so, so like, follow, subscribe to all those channels for us. And I guess we should wrap it up because we've gone way over. But we so thank y'all for being with us. Um, hope it was helpful and informative. And um, next week we're going to cover, I wrote it down. Um, uh, for, I, I, I titled it Forgive and Forget. And then I marked out Forget and said Forgive and Remember. We're going to talk about forgiveness, how to do it, how it helps. Mm -hmm. Um, who's it good and all, who's it good for and all that stuff. So please join us next week and y'all take care. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone. Namaste. Thank you for joining the Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details, www.facebook.com slash eyesofindigo. Show is copyrighted 2021 by Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears, all rights reserved.